Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 10 Preparing the Ideal Environment Centering on the Providence of the Ocean and Latin America Section 2 The United States Gloucester In the United States, true parents carried out the ocean providence in Gloucester, Massachusetts, and in Alaska and Hawaii. On June 17, 2000, in Kodiak, Alaska, they announced the proclamation of the return of the ocean to God for the purpose of returning everything in the oceans to God. This is one of many proclamations they made in America to realize aspects of their vision for the ocean. They also presented many plans for implementing the proclamations. Gloucester is known worldwide as a fishing port and it became famous as a place from which to fish for bluefin tuna. There, early in the morning, True Father would go out to sea in his boat, the New Hope. Also, he personally designed an all-purpose fishing boat, the Good Go series, and produced them for his fishing fleet. While he fished, he offered many spiritual conditions. He developed a special tuna fishing method that he dubbed the Reverend Moon System. He also hosted tuna fishing tournaments. The bluefin tuna fishing in Gloucester is world famous. Wealthy people with their luxurious boats all try tuna fishing at least once. Since they all know that our fleet catches a lot of tuna, they follow our boats around. When we took our good go boats to New Jersey, all the wealthy boaters there went looking for them too. Whatever port we fish from, for instance, in Florida or New Orleans, they will come out looking for our boats. This is how I came to be friends with many of them. Three years ago, in 1977, bluefin tuna was 10 cents a pound. Now that price has risen to $1.70. I did that. I raised the price. And I am going to raise it to $5. When this happens, one bluefin tuna can be worth $5,000 to $7,000, and the wealthy Americans with boats will come out in hordes to catch tuna. Through this, harbor towns such as Gloucester will become rich. The day will come when tens of thousands of boats will flock to these towns. They will need boats, so we are preparing to build a shipyard. For seven years, I headed up our tuna fishing fleet in Gloucester on my boat, the New Hope, and in all that time, no one in town knew that it was I, Reverend Moon. I guess they imagined I would be wearing a crown and a silk gown and that I would be flying around in an airplane, traveling to check on our activities around the world or going on speaking tours. They could not imagine in their wildest dreams that I would be sitting there in the New Hope with my skin burned bronze from the sun. So they would ask people in the Good Go boats, why doesn't Reverend Moon ever come here? For seven years, they did not know that the person right next to them was Reverend Moon himself. Yet I was right there among them, wearing a fisherman's clothes and stinking of fish. I am an authentic fisherman. That is why they did not recognize that it was me, Reverend Moon. How astonishing is that? 
When you go fishing, it is better to go out on a small boat than a big one. Many people among the general public are interested in fishing with poles. In fact, they are losing interest in catching fish with nets. Even wealthy people with large boats are not interested in catching fish using nets. This is why I built the Good Go boat. I designed the boat to enable people to catch fish in the rivers and also out at sea. Our Good Go boats are quite famous now. They have become well known as being good for both fishing and outings on the ocean. When fishing for bluefin tuna, you may have to wait all day to catch just one fish. There are times when the fish do not bite at all. At such times, you may have to wait three weeks to get a bite. There are hundreds of boats out there waiting for a tuna to bite, but only about 10 tunas are caught each day. This means that only one out of 30 or even one out of 50 boats come home with a catch. However, our good go boats are especially good for fishing, and I came up with a method for catching tuna that I call the Reverend Moon system. I developed my system after researching everything from what bait is best to all the known scientific methods of fishing. Even with hundreds of boats out on the ocean looking to catch tuna, our boats would come home with two-thirds of that day's catch. I am always the first to get out on the ocean each morning. I am also number one in catching fish. I developed a new way to catch tuna. There were men out there with decades of experience saying their way was best, but their way was not working that well. I spent three years researching in order to develop and perfect my new system. That is how the Reverend Moon system of catching tuna came into existence. My system includes a new way of baiting the hook, and the whole thing is completely self-assembled. If you lose a commercially purchased tuna fishing leader, you will end up losing $150. If you have to cut a line because it is tangled up with something, the leader is gone, and again you suffer financial loss. However, my system is so efficient that we can make good use of the leaders and hooks for a long time. I won first place in a tuna fishing tournament in Gloucester. I had created a new system of catching tuna called the Reverend Moon System. A bluefin tuna can be huge, even bigger than a cow. You cannot catch it using just a thin one and a half millimeter fishing line. For such a large fish, you need to use a rope. After I set a new tuna fishing record using the system that I envisioned and created, the local fishermen learned the Reverend Moon system and began using it themselves. The bluefin tuna that are caught in the waters off Gloucester and Boston can be gigantic. My biggest ever tuna was 1,272 pounds. Its length was more than 18 feet, about 6 meters. A big tiger weighs around 700 pounds, and a bull weighs up to 1,000 pounds. So this tuna was bigger than a bull. Our church members caught tuna that weighed mostly around 200 pounds, so my record was six times that size. This record was quite phenomenal. After catching such a huge fish, I felt better than a World War II general might feel after winning a battle. You cannot know such a feeling unless you have experienced it. For me, a man who was born to fish, it was like becoming the prince of fishing. I organized a tuna fishing tournament in Gloucester. 
for which I put up $100,000 as prize money. After my boat won the tournament, I donated the prize money to a fund for African people in need. We need to expand this type of event all over the world. If we were to pursue this initiative for several decades, we could accumulate millions and even tens of millions of dollars and use it to save the world. But these days, in the early hours of the morning, as we prepare to leave for the ocean, some young people try to convince me to go easy. That is, they say, it's not necessary to leave at 5 o'clock each morning. We can leave at 6 or 7 o'clock and still catch plenty of fish. Yet they do not understand that I leave early for the ocean in order to set a spiritual condition. This is why the fish come to me out there. They do not go to other people. Alaska True parents also invested great effort for the ocean providence in Alaska. The Alaskan waters are a world-famous fishing ground rich with nutrients for the many teeming fisheries concentrated there. As part of their effort to address humanity's food shortage, True Parents established International Seafoods of Alaska, ISA, to develop the state's resources. There, they also educated and trained members by taking them fishing on the ocean. Whoever conquers the ocean can conquer the world. The ocean's surface area is almost two and a half times greater than that of the land. All kinds of treasures are under its waves, awaiting their true owners. The spirit of seizing and conquering the ocean is the spirit of Alaska. What is the spirit of Alaska? It is to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to eat and go out on the ocean and not return until midnight or even 1 or 2 in the morning. If you have not caught your quota, you do not go home. There are no excuses. During this training, you cannot quit. You have to accomplish your responsibility. You are not here to watch. You are here to do. The purpose of this fishing training is to make you a person who can be a leader wherever you go in the world. Not just anyone can catch fish. You have to become a professional at it. If you want to be good at fishing, you need to learn through experience, many experiences. In Kodiak, Alaska, I always went out to the ocean at five o'clock in the morning and fished until midnight. I went out in rain and wind, no matter how bad the weather was, maintaining my work ethic. I told Korean, Japanese, and American members to do the same. I intend to make this place into a training ground and bring all the young people of the world here so they can inherit the Kodiak spirit. Here I will train them to be the elite troops of the unification movement. We will select representatives from each nation to be trained in this manner. They will be trained in the same way that I have been living, going out on the ocean in rain or snow. The best place to develop your fortitude is not in the mountains, but out on the stormy ocean. A mountain never changes. Its every crag and valley will remain exactly the same for 1,000 years. No matter what happens, as long as you follow the mountain trail, you will be okay. But the ocean is not at all like that. Yesterday, the water may have been as calm as a quiet lake, so calm you could lay out a blanket and sleep on it. But today, the ocean may be drastically different, with waves that scare you just to look at them. 
The ocean is forever changing and unpredictable. You must be trained so that no matter how furious the storm, you stay as calm as the calmest lake. To become real men and women, you absolutely need this training. Jesus told Peter to become a fisher of men. He used fish to symbolize human beings. Therefore, providentially speaking, if we can gain dominion over the ocean by catching fish, we can gain authority over the land as well. Alaska supplies 85% of the fish consumed in the United States. 5% comes from the Atlantic Ocean, and the other 10% comes from elsewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Therefore, if we conquer the ocean off Alaska, we should be able to have authority anywhere. Why do fish team in the cold waters of Alaska? Fish in warm waters go looking for cold waters because of what we call balancing yin and yang. They move because all creatures want to give birth to their young where subject partners and object partners are in harmony. For the same reason, some freshwater creatures must enter salt water to breed. The Chinese mitten crab is one of them. Yang and yin must come into harmony in order for each to become its ideal self and procreate. Most Americans do not know much about Alaska, yet the era of the tundra is coming. The tundra refers to the region of Alaska, the North Pole, Canada, and Russia. When this era comes, who will lead? That is the question. Alaska is connected to everything via the ocean. Marine resources, fisheries, and raw materials are abundant in Alaska. 85% of the United States' marine resources are harvested in Alaska. Alaska has other resources located in the tundra. Also, Alaska has the potential to become a major transportation hub from which you can fly to Moscow, London, and New York. In the future, it will not be a problem to grow crops on the plains of Alaska. Soon, it will become feasible. Even now, people are engaging in greenhouse cultivation, even growing bananas. Just imagine what it will be like when all the world's edible plants and crops are grown in Alaska. Alaska is four times the size of California. It is that big. Also, there are enormous amounts of natural resources there. The true owner of that land is neither the United States nor Russia. In the future, that issue will be decided by whoever is able to extract and harvest those natural resources. I am preparing for this. Alaska will become a world-famous tourist destination if it focuses on accommodating tourists. This year, it was really hot in Korea. In the future, people with money will go to Alaska when it gets too hot. It takes only about six hours to fly from Korea to Alaska. You can plan a weekend excursion, leaving on a Friday evening, sleeping on the plane, and arriving on Saturday morning. You can go fishing on Saturday and Sunday. Boarding the plane Sunday night, you can return to work in Korea on Monday morning. There, in Alaska, you will see snow-covered mountains all around you. Below the snow-covered mountains, you will find green meadows blooming with wildflowers. Below them lies the blue ocean, looking like a beautiful lake where you can fish. Just imagine the enchantment of that land. Tall mountains surround you, 
their scenery unfolding in all directions. The forests are thick with trees. In the meadows, many flowers you have never seen before welcome you. The flowers grow near the water. There are also many animals living by the waterside. I visited the area around the North Pole that is covered with ice. I established myself at the heart of the United States fishing industry, which is based in Kodiak, Alaska. Through International Seafoods of Alaska, I am connecting this area to the South Pole. It is for the purpose of securing food for humanity. There will be food shortages in the future that cannot be addressed without utilizing the world's oceans and bodies of water. Even now, desertification of the land is progressing at a rate of more than 15 million hectares annually. The gradual disappearance of trees is preventing water from penetrating the soil, and this is leading to gradual desertification. This is the reality we are facing today. There is a way to overcome this desertification, but it is not through force. It takes water. This is why we must secure either ocean water or fresh water. America is transporting oil from Alaska through thousands of miles of pipelines. In the same way, we can install pipelines to transport ocean water and fresh water across thousands of miles to the desert areas of the earth. We can use the seawater to create fish farms in the desert regions, planting seagrass to make an environment for all kinds of fish. The opportunities to develop this resource are unlimited. A one-tenth hectare fish farm can produce as much food as a one-hectare farm on land. It uses only one-tenth of the area. Water is part of the equation for solving the food problem and all the problems we face in our daily lives. This is why I began a seafood business. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.